It's the storm-specific Brad Field weather podcast, underwritten by our storm-specific underwriter, Action Carpet and Floor Covering of Simsbury, a full-service family-run flooring company, and by McAllen Construction Company, your place for residential projects to snow removal. I am Dan Lavallo. He is meteorologist Brad Field. And Brad, here we go. Something that has been unusual this winter, a winter storm warning is in effect. Dan, you remember that old commercial, the Maytag repairman? He was just sitting in he was just sitting in his office all day waiting for the phone to ring <laughs> and had his feet up on the deck and no one ever allegedly Maytag is so great. <laughs> it's been that kind of winter for yeah. me. I've been just kind of sitting around the house and you know nobody calls you know my wife calls <laughs> but you know a friend a friend here and there but i'll tell you that weekend when it was um five below on nine below on saturday a lot a lot of calls <laughs> a lot of people texting me a lot of people on social media calling or someone is notifying me um, it, it does look like we're in for a, a busy week over the next uh, week to, let's say, 10 days, maybe a week to two weeks. But the thing is, Dan, you cannot fight the sun and the sun's angle in the sky. And as you pointed out in the last podcast that we did, the lengthening of the days, two minutes in the morning two minutes in the evening. Uh, you know, it was less than a month ago. I get up with my wife every morning to sort of help get her off to work. And we get up at about quarter six and it would be pitch black. And by the time she would leave around quarter of seven, it would still be pitch black. Well, now by 610, it's light out. So, I mean, we, we've got the lengthening days. So even though winter is trying to come in and we're trying to see a wintry pattern take over, the problem is we are fighting the solar angle. So uh, we are going to get snow. We're going to get it today. Uh, excuse me, tonight. We're going to get it Tuesday. Then we're going to get it again later Friday, Friday night, and Saturday. But this time of year... I'll tell you, even if the upper atmosphere can support snow, the surface temperatures can still, if the sun is out, pop up to between 45 and 50. And then all of a sudden, if it starts precipitating, it can go from rain over to heavy snow right away. So we are going to see a cold upper atmosphere, but we're going to see that warming ground be just simply because of the solar angle. So when we have a winter storm warning, what does that mean? Is that a guarantee we are going to get a substantial amount of snow? Yeah, in the National Weather Service's way of thinking. And there are uh, the winter storm warning definition is tailored to whatever uh, community you happen to live in. For example, Dan, uh, Litchfield County, where you live, is under the jurisdiction of the Albany National Weather Service. And you guys get a lot of snow. You get the most snow of anybody in Connecticut. So the rules are a little bit different for you. Uh, a winter storm warning is posted 
for pure snow, not for ice. Ice is a different matter, but for pure snow, when they're expecting seven inches or more of accumulation. But that's tailored for you in Litchfield County. Now, if we move down to uh, Atlanta, Georgia, they would probably issue a winter storm warning for what we had on Saturday, that little half inch of snow or whatever. So the the rules change according to what city and market you're in. But um, in Connecticut, it's generally six inches for the state, except you. You have to get seven <laughs> up in Litchfield County uh, to be under a winter storm warning. So the entire state is under a winter storm warning uh, for tonight, Monday night, February 27th, and for the day Tuesday, uh, February 28th. Well, my snowblower is primed and ready to go. But uh, as we put this together on the 27th of February, how about timing out the storm? We are absolutely fine today. So if you have uh, loved ones or friends that are going to be driving around during the uh, afternoon and evening commute, don't worry about them. They'll be fine. I'm thinking the snow is going to come in. I'm going to get this timeline in front of me here. I don't want to give uh, false information because I've got it all timed out. Um, I do see the the snow moving in between 6 and 9 p.m. in Fairfield County, Dan. It's first going to come into southwestern Connecticut and then move southwest to northeast across the state. So we're going to say 6 to 9 in Fairfield County, but it's going to take till 8 to 11 once you get up into Wyndham County. So over course of the evening the snow will be spreading into the state we'll return to the bradfield weather podcast in just a moment but i want to talk about our storm specific underwriter for the bradfield weather podcast action carpet and floor covering located at 1394 hot meadow street in simsbury connecticut action carpet and floor covering is a full service family-run flooring company offering everything from brand-name floor covering products to professional installation and cleaning services. Since 1993, Action Carpet and Floor Covering has served both residential and commercial customers throughout Connecticut and beyond. No job is too small. Action Carpet and Floor Covering values all customers, regardless of the size of the project. Whether it's carpet, area rugs, runners, tile, vinyl, LVT, LVP, laminate, engineered and solid wood, sanding and refinishing, radiant heating systems, mold and mildew remediation, water damage repair, professional installation, and professional cleaning services. Call Action Carpet today at 860-651-8406, 860-651-8406, or go online, action-carpet.com. That's action-carpet.com. Action Carpet and Floor Covering of Simsbury, a full-service, family-run flooring company. Brad, as you know, when it comes to a storm of this significance, uh, snow amounts can vary. What have you come up with as far as the snow amounts are concerned? Well, um, getting back to that timeline, Dan, of course, there'll be nothing this afternoon. From, say, the six-hour window of 7 p.m. tonight 
till 1 a.m. tonight. So in other words, largely the evening. Uh, I'm we're looking for maybe an inch or two to accumulate during the evening of the eastern half of Connecticut, the Rhode Island side of Connecticut. But when you get to the New York side of Connecticut, say west of the river, we're thinking two to four inches of snow will accumulate through the evening. Now, the big burst of snow is going to come in that 1 a.m. to 7 a.m. time frame. And I think the entire state is going to see this is cumulative now, an additional three to five inches of snow in that 1 a.m. to 7 a.m. time frame. That's when it's really going to be coming down. So I think it's pretty sure this is going to be an easy call for the superintendents around the state because it's going to be snowing heavily from 1 a.m. to 7 a.m. And you know, we get an inch or two in the evening and then we get another three to five after midnight. So we're we're talking there's four, five, six, seven inches of snow on the ground at daybreak tomorrow morning and it's still snowing. So I would think that uh, I would think that a good part of the state, if not the entire state, will see school closings tomorrow. And hey, superintendents, you got to cut your teachers and your kids a break because they haven't had many snow days this year. So um, Dan and I are lobbying for a snow day for the kids and the teachers tomorrow. <laughs> That's right, for sure. Uh, so we, we've got the, the snow amounts. They're going to vary, but, but what I'm seeing essentially is four to eight inches across the state. Does that sound about right? Sounds it's about right, Dan. That's the cumulative amount. But then uh, that next time interval from about 7 a.m. tomorrow to about 1 p.m. tomorrow afternoon, I'm looking for up to an additional two inches of snow. So when you put it all together, I think most of us are going to come in in that six to eight inch range. Um, I'll break it down further further for you uh, as we get into the specifics but i think most of us are going to come into the six to eight inch range i do think someone could pop a nine inch accumulation and i do think think someone could stay at four and a half or five inches but i think the four and a half or five will be an exception and i think the nine will be an exception so i'm thinking most of the state will get six to eight and you think about it some of the winters we've had dan that's not a big deal this winter it is because we we really haven't had anything big um i do remember around december 12th i think it was december 12th we had about in general three to six inches around the state on that storm so if this storm is six to eight or six to nine we're going to surpass that so in a winter of sort of nothingness uh this will kind of emerge as a bigger bigger type of storm with more impacts and the main impact will be on the tuesday morning commute um unless of course for the nurses and doctors and people that have to work night shift or whatever i mean obviously the driving will be bad during the nighttime but one thing i can say from working all those years at nbc connecticut when i'd be driving home after a snowstorm at one in the morning there's nobody on the road so when there's nobody on the road, even if it's snowy or icy, it's a lot easier. You don't have to worry about that guy who's riding you at 50 miles per hour when there's all ice all over the road. You don't have to worry about that in the middle of the night.
We'll return to the Bradfield Weather Podcast in just a moment. I want to talk a bit about McAllen Construction, underwriters of the Bradfield Weather Podcast. McAllen Construction is a full-service construction company, woman-owned, a small minority business, licensed with the state of Connecticut, and insured. McAllen Construction services the entire state of Connecticut and is on call 24-7, and that includes snow removal. And you heard Brad say we are going to get a snowstorm. McAllen Construction is licensed as a major contractor, new home construction contractor, plumbing and piping limited P7, home improvement contractor, and subsurface sewage installer. Utility, carpentry, excavation, and snow removal for residents, commercial businesses, and state and local governments. McAllen Construction. Call McAllen Construction today at 203-758-3474. That's 203-758-3474. Or go online, McAllenConstructionCT.com. That's McAllenConstructionCT.com. McAllen Construction, your place for residential projects to snow removal. You know, we'll get to the specifics in just a moment, but uh, it's it's going to be an active week, apparently. So my question to you would be, what does it play here as far as the weather map, as far as what's uh, going on with weather patterns to lead to this? Well, we've been seeing for a long time, Dan, the buildup of Arctic air across the, uh, you know, the northern reaches of Canada and on up toward the, the North Pole. And that, again, is part and parcel. It all boils down to the sun. Weather is totally controlled by the sun. And, and when you're up at the poles and you're in the dead of winter, there's no sun. Um, it's perpetual darkness. Parts of Alaska and then, you know, on up through the Yukon and so forth. It's perpetual darkness. So it keeps getting colder and colder and colder and colder and colder. And that air starts to move and ooze south. Typically, we can get a major storm that even if it rides up into the Great Lakes and we get um, temperatures in the 50s here because we're on the warm side of the storm, a lot of times what that storm will do is it will tug the cold air down into the United States. And we would have a pattern of wave trough, wave trough, wave trough across the country. Instead of a flat sort of zonal pattern where everything moves kind of west to east. And that's been sort of what's been happening that we haven't really been able to tug that Arctic air down with any kind of regularity. And when you get these wave trough, uh, sort of ridge trough, ridge trough that's set up across the country, if you get a ridge that pokes up through the Rockies and the Canada Rockies, it will tap some of that air up at the Yukon and the Arctic Circle, pull it down across central Canada, pull it down across the Great Lakes, and then it will live in the northeastern United States. And then the whole cycle is perpetuated by growing snow fields and so forth. I had a buddy who just a couple of weeks ago was up in Ludlow, Vermont, where Okimo is. 
I mean, the mountain was fine because they make snow and they grew, but there was no snow on the ground. I mean, how odd would that be to go up into northern New England, up into the mountains of northern New England in mid-February and have no snow on the ground? It just has been one of those situations. And by not having snow, the warm air is warmer because the the snow is white and it reflects the sunlight so it reflects the heat energy but if there's no snow the ground and the blacktop absorb the heat energy so it's sort of just sort of a cycle that plays off of itself and we we're trying to establish winter now but as i said back to the beginning when you're in a situation where the days are increasing by four to five minutes a day in terms of daylight, you're fighting the steepening solar angle and it's hard. You can put the snow down, but it's not really going to last because when you get like this week, Thursday, I wouldn't be shocked if it's 50, but then I'm predicting another winter storm coming Friday and Saturday, but that 50 is going to do a job on what snow we get tonight and uh, tomorrow, it might be all gone except for the piles. So it's not one of these situations like we get, say say this happened before Christmas, we get eight inches of snow and then it stays and then another big storm comes Friday night and we get six to eight more inches. So now we're sitting with a foot to a foot and a half of snow on the ground and then it stays. And then, you know, maybe in January we get another foot of snow. So we're, we're fighting a situation now that it will snow, but it does not have the staying power. I hope that made sense. It, it makes a lot of sense. You know, this is what makes weather so fascinating to me. Now I know Brad, you have storm specific. So what can you tell us in that area? Yeah, one thing I like to look at, Dan, is the National Weather Service, I think, does a really nice job of doing what they call a point forecast. They use a lot of algorithms and equations and so forth, and they they look at all the various models and so forth, and they've come up with this. So I've got a bunch of cities I'm going to read to you. Um, I will say the city first so you can have kind of a heads up if you live in that area and then live for the amount. But for the point forecast for this storm, most of it tonight, some of it tomorrow. New Haven, 6.7 inches. Groton, New London, 6.3 inches. So even at the shore, it's a decent storm. Uh, Willimantic, out toward Yukon, 6.2 inches. Downtown Hartford, 6.1 inches. Waterbury, Dan. 7.6 inches. Uh, Torrington, 7.3 inches. Kent, 6.0 inches. Danbury, 7.1 inches. Meriden, Middletown, 6.8 inches. East Haddam, 6.2 inches. Norwich, 6.1 inches. And Union, 6. 0.8 inches. The high end prediction from the National Weather Service of this point forecast calls for seven inches in New Haven, Groton, New London, Hartford, and Willimantic. Calls for eight inches 
in Waterbury and Torrington. Now, eight inches is a decent storm, Dan, but is it going to be biblical? Is it going to be memorable? Epic. Uh, I would say the answer to that is no. <laughs> um, it's it's going to sort of be, hey, this is what Connecticut winters typically look like and it's going to look like a typical connecticut winter for about a day before the sun goes to work and starts to melt it again so that is the um the low end the the high end the low end pretty much for everybody in the state is three to five inches so what the national weather service is saying is that there's a 90 percent chance that the whole state gets three to five inches of snow and that there is some chance of this uh, seven to nine inch amount coming to fruition. I'm in the middle. I've got the six to eight inch amounts for most of us. Uh, the probabilities of getting more than half a foot. And when you get over a half a foot, you start thinking, yeah, this is a decent storm. The probability of getting over uh, six inches is... 10 to 15% on the Connecticut shoreline. So it should stop right around that six inch mark there. Uh, but then over 50% when we get up to you in the Northwest Hills, 47% in the city of Waterbury, but you go up Route 8, it gets to 55% up at your house, Dan, in Torrington. So there's a 55% chance that you will get above a half a foot of snow. Um, the chances of getting eight inches or more of snow diminish. Uh, the only towns and cities that are in the double digits there are Union at 20% and Torrington at 20% of getting eight inches of snow. So, uh, you know, that, that's pretty much it. You're going you're gonna to think of this when it's done as a moderate snowstorm. So most of it is tonight. Now, here's another thing that I wanted to point out. The whole idea of the sun and the sun's angle and everything. I was mesmerized on Saturday by the fact that even though the high temperature on Saturday was only 23, after the snow started to let up in the like mid-afternoon, the, the little half inch or three quarters of an inch or whatever we got here at my house in East Windsor. I don't know. Did you get about that? About, in uh, about an inch of snow in Torrington. But the, the, the sun was just eating it up. Yes. And the blacktop was revealed. But the, and it was 23 degrees. That is the thing about the solar angle and the strength of the sun this time of year. If this storm we're not coming in the middle of the night like i've got it the heaviest as i told you between about 11 tonight or something like that till about 5 or 6 a.m that's when it really comes down heavily and i'm predicting up to six inches or so overnight tonight if it were 11 a.m tomorrow morning coming to 5 p.m tomorrow afternoon instead of predicting six inches I might be predicting two or three inches of heavy, wet, you know, snowball snow, that type of thing, because it is so much harder to accumulate this time of year with that steep solar angle. So even though it's going to snow a good part of the day tomorrow, I'm only looking for an additional inch or two. 
and that will be accruing on where there's snow on the ground. Now, the the DPW makes its plow plow goes through at 7 in the morning tomorrow. There might be the slightest little coating of snow back on. But when you get to around 9 in the morning and that solar angle steepens, you're going to say, hey, Brad, it's cloudy out. Doesn't matter. Those solar the radiation comes right through the clouds. And the blacktop is just going to be wet tomorrow. From about 9 or 10 on, the blacktop is just going to be wet. So make sure you got plenty of windshield washer in your car because you're going to those 18 wheelers are going to go by and you're not going to be able to see. Now, great advice for sure. And you know it's interesting Brad because uh meteorology has a separate calendar than the usual calendar which means March the 1st which arrives on Wednesday is the beginning of the spring on the meteorological calendar. Yep. Yeah, I I've never been much for that, but Me I mean, the the, the uh, I, I I guess they the thinking is it's way easier to do a total month than break down a month. Like uh, in December, you'd have to attribute December first through twenty first as autumn, and then the twenty first through thirty first as winter, and then conversely, when you get into March. You'd have to treat the 1st through the 21st as winter and then the 21st through the 31st as spring. So I guess they think it's much easier to just say all of December, all of January, all of February is winter. But um, I always think I always look at the analogous kind of thing um, that I always think like um, July is our hottest month analogous to july is january our coldest month february uh still very wintry we can get some big storms august we can still get some good heat waves you're watching the tropical atlantic for hurricanes and whatever september summer's on its last gasp but you can still get some hot days I always look at March, winter's on its last gasp, but you can still get some cold days. So I kind of look at it that way myself. That's how I Um, look at it. It's interesting that you say that because I've always looked at it that way as well. We used to have a a summer cottage when I was a kid growing up, and it was in Portsmouth, Rhode Island. And through the summer months, uh, June and July and most of August, 90% 90% of the time, the wind would be coming up the river, right at us, out of the south. But then as you got to late August, heading toward Labor Day, there'd be a few mornings, it'd be blowing the opposite way. Down the river, you'd be getting into the northerlies and think, uh-oh, autumn's coming. I mean, summer's on its last legs, autumn's coming. Well, if you take August analogy, when we get into late February, it's the same thing that's happening. Winter's on its last legs, and and spring is trying to fight its way in. Interesting stuff. Uh, Brad, before we uh, wrap up things, we want to take a look at what's on the weather map plus our forecast. So because you talked about the interesting week it could be, what does it look like on the weather map? Yeah, um, we the, the low... Um, about seven o'clock this evening is going to be around Cleveland, Ohio. And I remember on the podcast last week, I was talking about a secondary 
taking over around Charleston and, and riding up to about Martha's Vineyard. It does look like that secondary is going to form tonight around Chesapeake Bay and then move off Atlantic City tomorrow morning and then move out to sea. So when a, when a, a storm in the wintertime takes that track under us, it's usually good if you like snow. And it's going to be good this time. The whole state is going to get this moderate snowstorm tonight. Now, post-storm on Wednesday, high pressure is going to be centered over Albany. So it's going to be a beautiful day. Um, cold morning, but then temperatures should get up into the low 40s, something like that on Wednesday. Thursday, we're going to have a weak little low pressure system kind of move across New York and central New England. That would be to our north. So we could get way up into the 40s on Thursday, and there could be a light shower or two around. Now, meanwhile, <coughs> excuse me, their last remnants of the cold are still, still there. But next Thursday, while we're watching that little low track across central New England, a major storm is going to be forming in the Texas panhandle. Now, that major storm will be into western Kentucky, by Friday morning with a warm front extending Cape Hatteras. This whole system from Western Kentucky to Hatteras is going to resolve itself by Saturday morning to a place I haven't talked much about this year, Dan, the benchmark. And the benchmark is 40 degrees north latitude 70 degrees west longitude it's a position south and east of nantucket when we get a big storm that crosses the benchmark we get our biggest storms in southern new england so that's possible uh to happen by saturday morning so Late Friday, Friday night, Saturday morning could be awfully wintry around here. So I'm going to put that as a teaser. This is our storm-specific podcast. We're going to have a teaser for our regular late-week podcast to tune in, and I will have details uh, on the Friday night, Saturday morning storm. Okay. And on that note, and again, we're putting this together on February the 27th, late Monday morning, what does our immediate forecast look like? All right, Dan, increasing clouds this afternoon. They'll be getting thicker. The sun will be getting dimmer tonight. Winter storm warning in effect. The snow breaking out in southwestern Connecticut between 6 and 9 p.m., the snow breaking out, uh, say, from the center part of the state, north and east, from about 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. Once it gets underway throughout the whole state by 11 p.m., it will snow very hard between 11 p.m. and 5 a.m. So when you wake up tomorrow morning, there will be three to six inches on the ground statewide. But that's not the whole storm because it's still going to be going tomorrow morning snow tomorrow i'm saying mainly during the morning around lunchtime tomorrow it'll be petering out but there can still be flurries tomorrow afternoon temperatures in the 30s an additional one to three inches of accumulation most of us are going to come in in that six to eight inch range of snow when you tally it all up and some of us maybe out toward you dan Nine inches could 
could occur. So this will be, in terms of 2022-2023, a decent storm. Even though it's kind of in a bad winter, ho-hum, but this winter, it's a decent storm. Uh, Wednesday, sunny, temperatures in the 40s. Thursday, a passing shower or two, temperature in the 40s. Friday, because the lower atmosphere will be fairly mild, the upper atmosphere cold, rain might break out, but it will rapidly change over to ice pellets and it mixes the cold air down. Saturday night, snow. Excuse me. Friday night, snow. Temperatures in the 20s. And Saturday, snow in the morning, then partial clearing, and temperatures in the 30s. So, um, hey, we got a solid week of winter coming up. That's for sure. And, you know, it's interesting. On these podcasts, we don't name the storms. We call everything storm-specific. <laughs> storm-specific. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. I like that. It's a storm-specific storm. <laughs> well, Brad, on and that thank note. You, uh, thank you to Kevin and yes. uh, Stephen over at Action Carpet. And thanks to Mike and Christine at McAllen Construction. Uh, they are great friends. But they are also our underwriters, and we appreciate them very much. Absolutely. And on that note, to uh, you and Sandy and our podcast audience, be safe, my friend. You too, uh, Dan. Thank you very much. And you and Susan, uh, stay safe during the storm and have a lot of cocoa. <laughs> you bet. All the, right. The storm-specific Brad Field Weather Podcast has been underwritten by our storm-specific underwriter, Action Carpet and Floor Covering of Simsbury, a full-service family-run flooring company, and by McAllen Construction Company, your place for residential projects to snow removal.